Shalom Aleichem, and a good Chodesh and Erev Shabbos. We are in Parshas Toldus, where we spend a very significant part of the time discussing wells. Well, we need to understand what these wells represent, what is the Torah coming to tell us about them. The truth is that the Yitzhak's digging of wells can be divided into two parts. There is him redigging the wells that Avraham, his father, dug and had been filled up by the Plishtim. <coughs> and then there is the three wells that he dug himself, I mean to say his servants, but uh, new wells, three new wells that he dug um, and what those represent. So first of all, the concept of a well, of course, is that we know there is a wealth, there's life under the surface, there's water under the surface, Maim Chaim, living water, and uh, it's covered over, covered over with, uh, with, with dirt. And uh, like the Pasuk says, Maim Amukim believe Ish, in the depths of a man's heart, there is uh, wisdom. There's wisdom that is to be uncovered. So Avram Avinu went and uncovered it. And that's what the um, Midrash Gracious Rabbah says, that Hashem told Avram, go, go and illuminate the world on my behalf. Go and open up everyone's eyes to understanding what life is about, that there's a Boreolum. And that is represented with the first digging of the well. They dig the well, and all of a sudden people discover that there's tremendous depth and life and vibrance that's lying beneath the surface that they were oblivious to. Now, as long as Avram Avinu was alive, those wells were open. What does it represent that after he passed away, the Plishtim closed up the wells? It means once that initial powerful light of inspiration of that the, the, the clarity is so powerful the 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 thought the spirituality that Avram brought in to the world was so powerful that uh, nothing could happen to it no one could challenge it but once he's gone so then the plishtim fill up his wells would offer, and so to a person, once that initial moment of clarity and inspiration passes, then the taivas and the chandus of the body, the desires, uh, say, okay, so what? I don't care. means we can't deny the truth that there is water under here. We cannot deny that there is a well over here. But we don't care. We're going to fill it in, would mean the aphrius, the physicality of the person, takes over and, and uh, covers up the now known source of water, and the now so known source of spirituality.
And now, to reopen this closure, there's a different process that is necessary, which is the Pachet Yitzchak, the awe of Yitzchak, the trepidation. means it's not enough to speak to the truth. We know the truth is there, but, but I don't care. Right? Uh, the Chemda and the Taiva are uh, dismissing the truth. So, th- for that, it is necessary to be machlish, the koach of the goof, to weaken the power of the body, the drives, the desires, and that, as we've spoken about a number of times before in Mesul Sharm and the Der Hashem. Uh, that happens through Yira, through Pachad, through the awareness, the awe, the subjugation, the embarrassment of realizing in whom we're, in front of whom we stand, and how can I these things, what am I, an animal when faced with the truths of existence, with the greatest of purpose, I'm going to be focused on uh, trivial matters like this, and that weakens the taiva and the chemda of the body um, and allowing to uh, for those wells to be reopened. And that's, what the, that's exactly what happened with Avraham and with Yitzchak, is Avraham was that light that came and opened up spirituality to humanity, and people like the Rambam writes, followed him in the thousands and tens of thousands. He had a, a huge encampment. Uh, and yet, when he passed away, you see that all of his followers left. Not a single one of them continued. And what, all of a sudden they stopped believing in the truth of what he had been teaching them all those years? No, of course not. And in fact, Eliezer, I'm sure, continued teaching exactly as he had been. Eliezer was called domestic Eliezer, like Rashi brings it. He was Dola Umashke Mitoros Shalrabo. He was saying over exactly like his Rebbe. The same beautiful Torah that Avram had been saying Eliezer was saying that same stuff, but it lost its effect. It wasn't doing what it used to do anymore. Because with Avraham, it was that first light, that moment of inspiration, that uh, discovery of water. (laughs) But then the Yitzhahara says, okay, so what? I don't care. I still want to go and eat and sleep and relax. And to that you can't say, well, but there's water here. So I don't care. I'm covering it up anyway with offer. And so Eliezer's Torah was ineffective because he was just recycling what he had heard from Avraham. Now you need a new Bechina, a Bechina of Yitzchak, of Pachad Yitzchak, of which, which instead of working on the... Uh, on the discovery of the truth and the excitement of the Avoda, it's working on the Surmeira, it's working on the realizing the lowliness of these other pursuits, the negation of it. That's what Yitzhak brought to the world, and that's what it means that Yitzhak redug the wells, that's uh, the spiritual analogy of what he was doing, of redigging the wells, the spiritual analogy of it was that he was 
through the Pachat Yitzchak, weakening the powers of the Afrius of the person, the uh, earthiness of the person, the physicality of the person, and therefore allowing uh, the fresh water that had been already discovered in the days of Abraham to come to the surface again. That's Aleph. Uh, that's as far as Yitzhak uh, uncovering the wells that Abraham had dug and the plishtim had covered over. But then Yitzhak also goes on to dig three new wells. And the three new wells that he digs says the Gon represent three matonus that a person is given from Hashem. And all three matonus, says the Gemara Brachas and Dav Hey, are quite through Yusurim, through challenges. Those are Eretz Yisrael, the Torah, and all of the world. Those three a person must acquire through Yusurim. Why? Because these are wells, these are unique wells that Yitzhak dug. This is serving Hashem through din. Not, not simply keeping the wells of Avraham open with the Pachad Yitzhak, but actually using the Mida of Gvura in its own right to discover a relationship with Hashem, which is, in Eretz Yisrael, is obviously, and the, the land is what gives a person wealth, gives him financial ability, stability, and uh, a, a place, a place to, to do, to build, to have power. <laughs> Torah is the relentless, tough pursuit of the truth, of breaking through falsehoods, of discovering um, what must be the amelus, like the, um, like Hazal say, called Talmud Chacham, Shinnokim Venotr Kanachesh, and Talmud Chacham, Talmud Chacham has to be a very strong person to push himself and to overcome all the blockages and all the challenges. And finally, a person has to push and persevere. So, so to get Eretz Yisrael, a person has to, of course, withstand wars and challenges and uh, all the difficulties of their Eretz. For Torah, a person has to break through all the lack of understanding, all the challenge to bringing the Torah into oneself. And all of Abba, a person has to come and defeat the Yetzirah and overcome himself and become a different person. These are all difficult things. These are all challenges. These are all things that you need the Bechina of Yitzchak to do. Discipline, hard work. The Plishtim quarreled with Yitzchak over the first two wells. The first well Yitzchak called Asik. The second well he called 
Sitna. The third well they couldn't argue with him about, and that well he called Rechavos. Uh, breadth, width, op- you know, open space. So uh, the first one is Asik, that's um, fighting squ- you know, uh, quarrels, um, and that says the Gon represents a type of a Yitzhahara that a person has. The Yitzhahara that is known as Hamdus Momun, Hamdus Kavod, desire for power, desire for honor. And just like a person has a positive usage of the Midah of Gvura, where he works hard to find, to discover the truth of the Torah, that same perseverance and toughness and goal-orientedness and desire to accomplish can be misguided and misused in the pursuit of power and honor. That's what it means the Plishtim argued with him over this well, in this well, this ability of Yitzchak to pursue the Torah, the Yitzhahara challenges us and wants to instead use it for its own uh, devices of the pursuit of power and honor. This is what the Gon calls the male Yitzhahara. That's why Asik is a male language. The male Yitzhahara is one of anger, of uh, desire for power and honor. There's another type of Yitzhahara, which is the female Yitzhahara, the the tempstress, the one that, that seduces, uh, and that's Sitna. Sitna is obviously Sitna with a hay at the end. It's it's a feminine uh, language, and that is they just like a person can have a desire to pursue and to have Eretz Israel, to have a land where he's settled and he's tranquil and he has uh, what he needs to be able to serve Hashem, the Yitzhahara can pervert that and channel that desire to a desire for for taiva, for, for luxuries, for fancy homes, for uh, indulgence in foods and in uh, um, fine luxuries. That's the female Yitzhahara, because it seduces a person, says how wonderful it's going to be, how, how delicious it's going to be, how pleasurable it's going to be. So both of those, uh, Yitzhahara, the, the masculine Yitzhahara and the feminine Yitzhahara, the challenge us and try to divert us away from the pursuit of Torah, which is the masculine pursuit, and away from the pursuit of Eretz Yisrael, which is the feminine pursuit, the desire to to build a home for ourselves, uh, the desire to have a place to live, to a, a place where Hashem can dwell with us, that can be hijacked into the desire for fancy homes and, and uh, pleasure-seeking. However, says the Gon, the third well, Rehovus, 
was not something that could be challenged. That's a person's desire to be a Ben Olam Haba, to be a person who is close to Hashem. In Avodos Hashem, there is no hijacking of the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara has no equivalent that it can try to substitute it with. A person that wants to be close to Hashem, there is no... There's no... Uh, negative way that that could be spun. And the the morale says as well, a similar concept we see by Avraham um, seeking to do good with people, um, that would be that would be uh, the equivalent of the desire to acquire the land. Uh, there's a ne- it has a negative uh, corollary, which is Yishmoel, desire for physical pleasure. Then we have Yaakov also has his opposite. Yaakov is the pursuit of Torah and the opposite of that is the pursuit of power and honor and that's Esav. But the one that has no opposite from him is Yitzhak. Yitzhak is a Vodos Hashem, is closest to Hashem. In that there is no misusage. In that, a person, a person's desire, that well, for Olam Haba, that connection that a person has, he's striving and working towards finding a closeness to Hashem, there's no way for the Yitzhahar to hijack that. So the Yitzhahar can hijack my desire to have stability and to have a home and to have a place for Shosh Hashim. He can hijack that into getting me involved in home construction projects and home expansion and buying fancy things and getting involved in Taiva and Hamda. My pursuit for Torah and it can be misconstrued and misguided as a pursuit for power and honor. But a person's pursuit for closeness to Hashem, to be a Ben Olam Haba, that there's no corollary on the side of the Yitzhahara. And that one, the Plishtim, had nothing to say. That's the greatness of Yitzhak, that's the greatness of the wells he dug. Wishing you all a wonderful Shabbos. Hoping to see you very soon.